and welcome to Deep Peace, a podcast about feeling good and being well. In this podcast, me and my mom have conversations about mental health, our well-being, and things we're doing to take care of ourselves. So if that sounds like a fun time to you, come on and join us. All right, welcome to Deep Peace. Let's get after it. So this episode, we were going to kind of talk about the things that both of us were doing in the last week to kind of like be more mindful of habits, routines, schedules, things that just could kind of give us some structure to our day and to kind of follow up on some of the tactics we were going to try that we talked about last week. Right. So, um, like, how have, do you want me to go first or should I, do you want to talk about how things have been going for you? Well, you can go, you can go first. Okay, Um, sure. uh, uh, Right. Yeah. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. I'm kind of curious to see how your week went. Yeah. So I feel like my week was a lot better than previous weeks. That's for sure. I don't necessarily know if anything is incredibly different, but I think even just being mindful of the fact that I'm trying to be more accountable, be more uh, productive, be more focused has just helped me like shift the energy around so that at least if I kind of start like ebbing into behaviors or things that are like not focused or maybe not helpful, I'm at least aware of it and I can kind of go, oh, okay, like I have to kind of correct. So it's not like it's been perfect all the time, but I have at least more times that I'm going, okay, here I am going to do this thing. Let's go. Just like being more mindful. And that's helping me feel more in control, which builds more self-belief and confidence and just good feelings. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, so, but yeah, you sounded like you were going to say something. Sorry, I wasn't trying to cut you off. Oh, no, that's okay. I, I, The one thing I did notice was even just checking in and talking with you for the week made me feel better, <laughs> right? Like when I got off the phone, I think partly by talking about stuff and discussing stuff, um, it's that talk therapy that kind of helped me work some of my anxiety and worry out just by talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that I felt better even just because we did that. Yeah, I did too. Cause there's something about like actually being able to talk with someone that's different than just like kind of thinking about it or like yelling into the void of social media about it or whatever. Like, it just is helpful to kind of go, wow, like this is how I'm feeling and um, to try and like just get that out so that you can like kind of trans transform it a little bit or like work with that energy. Um, I feel like another thing that I've been trying to do that's been helping me with having better structure and routine to my day is just trying to really focus in on like 
two or three things to do that day, like you were talking about with your list of, okay, I'm going to pick one thing off of this list that is productive and one thing that's more like healthy or like self-care. And I've been trying to get back into going, okay, like, let me figure out what my top three tasks or to-dos are for the day and get those done and not do something else or start a different project or do do other things. Just really trying to, like, get back to basics and, like, focus. I don't know why, but it's been hard for me sometimes to f- to focus and even in the sense of, like, oh, I'm going to start doing this other project. or It's like, no, you have to, this is the priority. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that really helped me this week. I mean, I wasn't perfect at it, but um, I, I noticed that I really consciously tried to watch the news less. That was super helpful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Because I really do. I get sucked into that. And it really feeds my anxiety and worry when I watch too much of it. So I made a conscious choice to keep the news off. And um, if I wanted to be listening to something, I was listening to music or to podcasts. And so that made a difference in my week. So that's something I'm going to try to continue as I go forward here. Um, That's awesome. Maybe even put a time limit and say you can watch this much news or you can watch this one show that you feel helps you stay informed. But then the rest of the time, try not to do that. So that really helped. And then I spent some time this week making my list between productivity and uh, health and putting things down on those And I might be fine-tuning those lists a little bit more than just productivity and health. Um, I didn't do it every day, but there were a couple times this week where I did pick something off of the list each day. And that made a difference in how I felt and also made a difference in, um, like you said, maintaining some focus and and making some progress on some stuff that I do want to get done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's super awesome. And I think like, what you're doing with your new with watching the news is what I really need to do with social media and like reading the news. Um, I feel like I was more mindful of it this week, at least I was going, okay, I'm aware that this is a problem that I need to fix. But I was kind of more focused on just in general, adding more structure to my day or trying to focus on like my top three tasks and just trying to get in a better habits habits with basic things that I have let slide, like drinking enough water or did I take my, you know, my, my medicine today. Um, and so now I think that I did that for a week and those things are kind of back on track a little bit more I can start doing what you're doing which is being very intentional with screen time social media time and engaging with the news because a a thing I think I do is like read the news and I get a couple different uh, digital newspapers and 
I think your idea of setting a time limit and like a container around which you engage with the news is something that I'm going to try and kind of copy from you because I think that's what I need to do as well. Well, and I'm and I'm kind of copying that um, idea from Sylvia Bornstein, who's a well-known uh, meditation teacher, and I'm kind of adapting it because she was saying that she is a born worrier and she just always has been, and it's not helpful. And so she would do that. I don't. She's probably way better at managing all this type of emotions now than maybe when she first started. But I know when she, I think she was saying when she first started, or maybe just in general, she was saying that a practice that she started doing was to say, okay, I'm going to give myself a half an hour a day where I can worry about the things that I want to worry about. <laughs> and then that's it, you know, and um, I think, so I'm kind of stealing it from her and, and adapting it for me, just putting it into practice with a different media form, which is, you know, it's still worry and anxiety, but mine is coming from watching the news. And so just saying, okay, I can only watch the news for this long. And then I have to turn it off because I know where this is going to take me and it's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think I remember you talking about that and uh, about that Sylvia Bornstein thing that, sh that sh the way she looks at worry. And I think that's really good. And I'm going to, I'm going to do the same thing cause I'm the same way. Um, that kind of reminds me of something like that I've been trying to do this week have not always succeeded for sure, but of also just being aware when I'm like getting pissed off uh, <laughs> and feeling angry and trying to just not be such a dick about things. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, honestly. But, but I, yeah, I mean, I think that's a really, I mean, that's kind of the, that's the whole principle around awareness, right? Is being aware of your emotions and saying, okay, here's my good friend, you know, fucking pissed off. <laughs> uh, welcome, pissed off, you know, here you are. So, you know, have a go of it and then get out of here because, it, again, it's not going to serve you well. Um, yeah, it's not helpful. And it feels shitty. It feels shitty to be like, you know, just pissed at the world. Um, well, even... and that, yeah, and that kind of emotion, that's got to, that's got to affect your cortisone and stress levels and, you know, and so, yeah, it's not maybe anxiety, you know, <laughs> it's, but it's a different emotion right. that it doesn't always serve you well. I mean, not sometimes, healthy. Yeah, sometimes being mad about something can be helpful, but, uh you know, a lot of times, <laughs> not. Um, you just can't sustain that level of emotion and, and and feel and feel good. I mean, even if you feel like you're feeling good, uh, chances are you're really not. It's a bruise. <laughs> well, I bet if you would do the body scan and actually really pay attention to, you know, 
how tense you are and how you're breathing and how um, in control you feel. I mean, you know, I bet if you looked at it from all those angles, you would see that even though you, you don't necessarily feel like it's harming you, it actually probably is. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm not. That's why I'm, <laughs> I mean, it's just absolutely, you know, and it's like, I used to, it's just so funny. I don't know. I feel like I I didn't used to get mad like this about things. And I'm really trying to investigate, like. <sighs> well, that is true. I mean, that is something I have noticed. <laughs> Good Lord. And, and this can only be a mom saying this. <laughs> uh, you were, you know, you're generally a pretty low-key, you know, not much ruffles your fat. I mean, it takes a lot to get you upset. Um, and uh, probably what I can, from, I mean, logically to me, what it seems like is it's just easier to get uh, boiled down into a lot of different dem- emotions right now, depending upon how you're feeling, because it's just this pent up frustration about, you know, what we're dealing with, with the pandemic and the racism and the job loss. And, you know, and so I just think um, when you don't feel like you have that kind of control, I think once that emotion, whatever emotion it is of that day that is is presenting it can be really easy to just go with it and and you know put all your focus there even though you you know know it's maybe not good for you right so you know because we just don't have the distractions as much as we did before you Mm -hmm. know I think that's a big part of it is there's just not there's not the distractions right Oh, for sure. So I'm, I'm kind of trying to just be, and it it means that sometimes I make mistakes and, and let me get specific with what I'm talking about. It's like, you know, making mistakes in terms of letting my anger kind of rule the, the, the day or some sort of decision is being like, you know, really mad about things. And then like, posting something to my story and being like seeing something and being like reposting. It's just like, you know, it's hard to know because like there's a part of me that feels like things are, are so kind of uneven right now in our society that it's almost like you have to be loud about being like, this is not okay. But then there's that I'm like, this is not, I don't know if this is the way you do it because it's kind of like for me, like I think part of the problem with social media is like that everyone's ish is coming at you as soon Mm -hmm. as you open your phone Mm -hmm. and the, the suffering that we know is, excuse me, is in the world and is part of the world and will always be part of the world because that's what, the Buddha taught that life is also suffering. It's all, it's all there, you know, a hundred years ago when it was world war one and we had a pandemic, we didn't have cell phones that were broadcasting that terror right into our living rooms all the time. And so I'm trying four seven, if you want it to be <laughs> right. So I'm trying to realize 
like when I'm either intentionally or unintentionally adding to that, mm-hmm. even if it comes from a place of, you know, I want this to change, I want it to be different. Mm-hmm. Am I, is this energy helping or is right. it actually piling on? Mm-hmm. I do think these days you have to be really careful about what you let in. And dad used to always, well, he used to kind of call that being counterculture. You got to be counterculture to sometimes take care of yourself. Um, and I think this, these days, you do need to decide what you're going to let in and what you're not. Um, because some of the social media can be great. And then others of it can, it's just like you said, can be piling on. And like an example of that for me, and it made me teary-eyed because I, lots makes me teary-eyed these days. Yeah, let's <laughs> be, be real. Honest. But that post that Jack Cornfield did w- with him saying, I'm 75, so I can't really social protest. But he's out on a corner with a mask on and a sign just standing on the corner for, you know, hours at a time, uh, making it known that he's you know, cares about this issue. And I don't know why, but that just really moves me because, you know, he's not, uh, uh, he's not part of a big protest. And I guess in some ways you could say, well, you know, maybe that's not as good. But to me, I just find that really moving that you're a party of one <laughs> right? St- standing on the corner saying this is important and we need to pay attention. Um, so that really moved me. And I, I, and that's the kind of stuff that can bring me hope and make me feel like the world's a great place and so helpful. And then yet others of it just not. So I am just trying to limit, um, what I let in and, you know, I I don't want to be a Pollyanna. I don't want to be somebody who's like, you know, oh, I don't want to deal with that or, you know, don't, you know, good vibes only. I, that's one of those situ, that's one of those phrases that I really dislike Mm -hmm. because that's not life. I mean, life is not good vibes only. No, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean it's all crap either. Um, It's both. It's, you know, and so um, I, I definitely don't want to be somebody who, who is like, oh, I just can't deal with that right now because that's not who I am. But I definitely think, you know, you have to pick and choose how strong you are at different parts of your life and different parts of your day, different parts of your week, and what you're going to tackle with that energy. And some of the stuff can just zap your energy and then make you not do any of the things that you wanted to do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like, yeah, I saw that post too. And I felt the same way. It was very moving. And, you know, just, I think that's what a lot of people are struggling with right now. Sometimes it's like, okay, how do we, how do we protest this in a way that's like sustainable? And there's also a lot of gaslighting going on of like people wanting you to believe like you're part of cancel culture or, you know, you're being too this, Mm -hmm. but there is a part of it where like I am trying to evaluate my 
actions and see how they ripple out and just trying to really be more I don't know mindful of that so me as well and like that's another thing that I did this week um well I I think I've been doing it for a while but um part of that whole piling on comment I've been trying to not comment on anybody's posts unless it's something positive um, mm-hmm. If I see something that I don't agree with or I think that's off the mark, uh, these days I've been trying not to comment on those. I'm not going to jump on their feed and post a comment about how I disagree with them and they're wrong. And uh, to me, I'm like, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily helpful yet and or helpful so I'm going to post on the stuff that I see that does move me, that is helpful, that I do find inspiring. And the other stuff, I'm going to scroll past really quick. Yeah, I think that's great advice because, yeah, it just, it's it's hard. Sometimes we don't always do that, you know, um, but there's like, you know, needing to conserve your energy so that, like, when you need to write a letter or, like, write an email that's actually, like, about the issue or, like, get involved, you have the energy to sustain that because you're not just wasting it, flinging it at, you know, all of these things that are, you know, definitely problematic and not okay or not fair, but, like, it's also kind of, like, realizing that it's like you know what i'm going to i'm going to not waste my time on foolishness i'm just going to see this and be like okay like you've kind of told me who you are as a brand or a content creator or whatever and noted mm-hmm. you know and unfollow or whatever and mm-hmm. then just move on and if it mm-hmm. it's a type of thing where you're like wow um I really don't want to support this person, you know, maybe then at times when you're having conversations around things with friends or people, you know, who you actually have a relationship, you can be like, oh, yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of, there's a reason why I don't, you know, support this person or buy their books or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to do, too, It's like my energy is going to be better spent educating myself and voting for people that I think will make a difference and put policies in place that I think will be helpful. Uh, I, my energy is going to be better spent um, investigating companies and products that I purchase and making sure that I feel like their values align with mine. And if they don't, it doesn't matter how great I think that product or service is. I need to not, uh, purchase and use that product. Um, to me, that's ways that I think my um, approval can talk in a more powerful way than me just saying you're wrong and here's all the reasons why you're wrong or because, you know, I, I yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm trying to do too. And, and just feeling like that whole boycotting of products and services and, and content creators and, that I don't think my values align with, then those are the ones that I don't support. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I was like kind of making a list of like just things that were kind of I was trying to focus on or use or do this week as I was like realizing that we were going to talk about you know better routines and habits and and ways that we can take back control of our feelings and emotions and I was like schedule forest app which is like a Pomodoro thing oh this app oh my calendar oh uh this and then the last bullet point I wrote was trying to be less of a dick and like (laughs) literally part of it it's just like don't because it's infectious it's like when you see all these terrible things and you know whatever because people are just being terrible like it's infectious to be kind of a dick and it's like how do you not fall into that while also being loud I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out how do I be loud in what I want to put out in the world well and my reasoning is even more selfish (laughs) oh (laughs) mine isn't even that good mine is also like okay what happens when you do something dumb or stupid or say something incorrectly or do something that you're not proud of and I mean I hope I don't but I mean when and when I do I don't want to be attacked by everybody, you know, and so, and I'm not talking about like saying uh, racist remarks. I mean, I really hope I don't do that. I really hope I'm, you don't do that. You know, I really hope I'm going to, you know, be really conscious of what I'm saying and how that sits with other people. But I'm just talking about, you know, just making mistakes in general. I mean, you make a mistake, that's part of life. You make a mistake. I want to learn and grow from those. I don't want to be attacked for all the little dumb things that I do or hurtful things that I say because, I mean, we all do it. So I'm also trying to keep that in mind when I see something that I don't agree with. You know, people's tensions are high right now. People are dealing with a lot. So I'm also trying to remember, you know, when somebody posts some really hard thing for me to hear that I don't like I mean maybe somebody in their family died that day I mean you just don't know so maybe some of that remarks or anger or things that they're saying are coming from a place of intense hurt so I'm just trying to like I said make it really easy for myself the stuff that I don't really agree with scroll right past I don't even try to give it any time And then really just kind of concentrate and post on the stuff that I find inspiring and helpful. And also limit my time for sure. Right. Time. I mean, I have, I have a lot more stuff I could be doing than watching TV, watching the news, being on social media. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's kind of go, there's this book that I actually want to read called how to do nothing, but it's about kind of like how, deciding that you're going to really not be consumed with social media is actually like a form of resistance because because it is and like I need to read that I've heard that it's very kind of like um very much a dense kind of book and a lot more like research driven and not necessarily like self-help so some people have been kind of expecting to get one thing out of it and then surprised when it was so like 
academic, mm-hmm. but I still kind of want to get it, even if I like kind of skim through it or whatever, because I really think I need to kind of focus, focus on that a little bit and see, explore that. Um, but yeah, I think like, honestly, that was kind of my focus this week of being like, I'm going to try to be less of a dick, <laughs> like full stop. And not saying like, I've been so terrible, but like, just, I don't know. It's hard to explain, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm being very helpful, but, like, in getting in control of my life, like, figuring out, like, kind of where my attention is going and why it's going there and realizing that, like, it's okay that I'm feeling this way because it's coming from a part of me that is just deeply sad about this situation But then how can I, like, transform that in a positive way instead of, like, we're talking about piling on or whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, my list, I'm really going to try to start fine-tuning those a little bit because those are helpful to me um, to just try to pick something off of each list each day. Um, And I might do a little bit more fine tuning and make one of those um, lists be more um, uh, more self care than the health one is. Maybe Um, maybe instead of health, it'll be self care because self care can be so many different things than just health. And some of that self-care is the stuff that I really need to do to feel good. Because, you know, the other thing that happened is I had my second therapy appointment Mm -hmm. (laughs) with my online therapist. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, the thing I walked away with was, you know, guess what? There's no easy answer. (laughs) I Mm. mean, talking talking to somebody helps for sure. Um, But the only way you're going to feel better is doing self-care things that you know work. And basically is kind of what it came down to at the end of the meeting was, yeah, try those things. You know, me saying, okay, this is what I'm trying. And her saying, yep, that sounds like a plan. Try those things and we'll <laughs> check, we'll check back in. <laughs> yeah. Basically sometimes you just need some, yeah, this is, it's tough. And it's hard and like, yeah, you're on the right track. Do that, Mm -hmm. you know, and to just feel validated because I think like, (sighs) that's awesome. Um, Yeah. I think your thing about like, you know, I think I'm going to try and do that a little bit more. Like last week was kind of the first step into getting my life back on track a little bit after like a month of just feeling like I was in a time warp. And so now I'm going to try and just keep building on that this week, which is why I'm glad it's Saturday. I'm glad that tomorrow's Sunday. I'm glad that I can keep going and building on these things. And I think one thing I did this week that I need to, to turn up the gas on more was like, I was kind of more focused on my list of, okay, this is what I want to do this week and get done. And I think I focused a little too heavily on the tasks or the things I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do as much and, and also too much on like the basics of mm-hmm. like, okay, drink water. Cause I mm-hmm. hadn't been drinking water mm-hmm. and I didn't focus enough on like, 
more in, intense self-care. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, I don't think I did enough of the actual deeper work required emotionally to go, this is how I can take care of myself this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of that taking care of yourself is doing things that are fun, you know, that bring you joy, not just things that are the the chore part of getting stuff done. I mean, I really think, at least for me, um, a lot of self-care for me is not just doing the stuff that I have to do, but the stuff that I can sit down and do for a while and I lose track of time, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um And I did notice, too, that, um, well, this is kind of off topic, but, but yeah, I think that's why I said I'm going to fine-tune my list a little bit more, because I think under the health list, you know, I divided into health and productivity, and I think under the health, there's, it's more stuff like that, you know, take your vitamin, drink your water, get good sleep, you know, but, um, and that's, all fine and good but I also think there needs to be more self-care that's um you know maybe one day a week you in in at lunchtime you take a 20 minute nap you know just to recharge or you know um maybe you do a a meditation you know a loving kindness meditation in the afternoon before you go back to hit work again after lunch, you know, doing some stuff like that. Or maybe it's like, oh, here's this craft that I really like to do. And this brings me joy. So I'm going to allow myself the time to sit and do that for an hour and not clean the house or not, you know, do things like that. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm going to, I'm going to fine tune my list too. And like really, really make sure I'm, you know, making room for some fun. Cause like, mm-hmm. whole, holy God, this year has been <laughs> the fucking antithesis of fun. Let me just put it that It really out has. There. And that's when I also noticed like one of the other reasons why my week was better this week is Henry came over to mow the grass. And so we could social distance outside and visit and talk. And I made us dinner and we ate outside you know, far away from each other, but ate outside. And so I just got to spend time with another person and then never came over uh, yesterday because it's her birthday coming up and we got to visit outside and we had a sandwich and mineral water and visited outside. And I thought, you know, this is also part of it. You know, a lot of people are, you know, self-quarantining with their family members and maybe their kids and a spouse. Well, I'm self-quarantining right now by myself. (laughs) Yeah, that's really tough. And that gets old after a while. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, having that um, time with just the two kids uh, just was so helpful. And I think it also ties into why I said, as soon as I got off of the phone last week with you doing the podcast, I felt better. Just having, you know, it was like we got to just talk about all these things that were bothering us and that were making it hard. And that just felt really good to get off the phone and say, oh, okay, yeah, I checked in with her. I know what's going on. Um, so uh, I that's super helpful. Yeah, I do think one thing that I did 
this week that was good that I need to kind of like so one thing that's been helping me has been I made my list of kind of the 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 basic things I need I was like wow I'm really dehydrated I'm not taking my medicine I'm like don't have a good sleep hygiene system at all this is terrible and so I just need to get back on track with some of these extremely basic things and then it's kind of like but and so part of that was like putting those tasks which most people don't even have to like think about or remind themselves into an app that I like to use that I can just like oh it feels really good to like swipe this over and be like yep did it done okay like blah, 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 cleared here we go done and then like I'm trying to work on that blanket for never and so I know that like okay I have to this blanket is about 45 rows of crochet long and so I'm at row you know 15 I need to maybe get it done in in a couple days so I can send it so that means I need to crochet at least seven rows every day or whatever and even just putting that on my list was like felt really good because it was like I kind of tricked myself into doing something that's actually Mm -hmm. fun out of like my weird draconian (laughs) like I need to get this done you know it's like what the fuck I need to really this must be my our German heritage coming out of like what probably is um (laughs) and so but I tricked myself into doing that and then I was like okay like I'm gonna crochet I'm gonna come into the bedroom because we that's the only room that has a door so I close the door and I put on my light and I watch Good Witch and just like (laughs) here I am and it's like I felt really good and like one day I was literally like this is kind of another thing that made me realize okay Libby like you really need to have some more fun um was like Wednesday or Thursday or one of those days I just woke up and I kind of had trouble sleeping the night before because there was stuff on my mind. And I woke up and just the whole day I was like just exhausted. And I wound up going to bed and like falling asleep at like 8.30. I like fell asleep with Good Witch on. And I was like, oh, this is so nice. Just falling asleep to Good Witch. Um, <laughs> and I just realized like, you know, and I like, you know, woke up the next day and I had you know, this is some real talk. I was like, I had like all these breakouts on my chin and I was like, this is my body literally like decompressing from how I've been not tending to my emotional health and my happiness and my lightness of being Mm -hmm. like, and I just kind of realized like, okay. And so then after that, I realized, like, okay, my six rows of crochet that I need to get done so I can, you know, get Never's blanket done. This is actually something that I'm doing for myself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to enjoy it. And I'm not going to feel bad. I'm going to be like, this is like, this is great. I need to, this needs to be a regular thing, you know, to not be so tough on yourself. Right. You like doing that crochet. And so... I'm I'm like, okay, why don't you just keep making dish rags? Keep crocheting dish, ra- dish rags. <laughs> Make sets of dish rags, and then you could have Christmas gifts for everybody already done. Mm-hmm. They come in some fun colors, like teal and pink and 
uh, cream and then put them together and be like, here's your three dishcloths that I made. <laughs> Just, you know, keep doing some stuff like that. Because also it feels, it also feels like you've accomplished something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that is one thing, like, I made sure when I moved to LA that I was like, okay, it's a little extra, but I'm gonna, well, not even extra, I was like, I'm gonna make sure I pack my hooks, at least crochet, apart from the yarn itself, like, the tools you need are fairly portable and small, Mm -hmm. you know, my crochet hobby is a lot more affordable and portable and less stuff focused than like you know planning hobby that I used to kind of have and like that's been huge Mm -hmm. like honestly having crochet and like having writing those are like the two things that I've really been like these things like have helped me so much Mm -hmm. um and I am trying to like this it's I'm really glad that it's July. I'm so glad it's a new month. Like it just felt really nice to like go back and look at like kind of some of the goals I wanted to accomplish back at the beginning of January. And when I say goals, it's not like it's not even this regimented thing. Like I don't really plan out my goals or things uh-huh. like some people do. I just go, okay, like this is kind of the loose destination at which I'd like to arrive at by the end of the year, but I'm not going to spend so much time like exactly figuring out how I do that. I'm just going to try and figure out like if it's my goal, like at the end of the year to have really made an attempt to like write a first draft of a book, regardless of if it's terrible or not, or if it's, I do anything with it, like I just want to do this, then I need to try and write more regularly or like, you know, or if it's important to me that I like start started this podcast, like it felt really good to look at that and be like, Hey, I started, a, we started our podcast and it's not perfect, but it's just there. It's mm-hmm. done. We're doing it. <laughs> I've never, I never came over yesterday. Um, I, she asked what we're up to, and um, I said we started this podcast, and <laughs> her response was, "You guys are ridiculous." <laughs> we well, I mean, I she mean, said it funny, but I was like, I was like, well, it's just a way for me to be in touch with Libby and do something that helps each other, and you know, it made me feel good when I got off the phone. So, yep, we're doing it. <laughs> Yeah, I I can understand, like, why, I mean, I, I think, yeah, exactly, like, I think the thing that's weird about this moment in time and, like, social media and podcasts and just the explosion of, of you know, content that people can read or listen to or consume online is that, like, it does create a level of narcissism that is, like, not healthy but I that's not why we're doing it you know and that's not like the uh that's not the heart from which like this is coming from you know it's kind of like I think we started this because we were like already talking about this kind of stuff and we felt like it would be fun 
and we felt like it would be something fun to do, especially with quarantine and the uncertainty. And like life is short. It's like if this is a goal of like, hey, I'd like to do a podcast with my mom. This is a great time to do it. Well, and we've been kind of on this journey now for nine years. Um, uh, after you know, Dad got sick and died, um, and that grief and loss, and um, figuring out over all this time how we take care of each other through this because it's still even though it's been nine years it still can be there's still days when it's hard there's still days when uh-huh. um it was funny because that's one of the things that henry mentioned when he came over is that for some reason this year father's day he was really sad it re- hit him really hard and uh mm-hmm. so we got to have a discussion about that but i mean yeah a lot of this ideas about um deep peace and um self-care and um taking care of each other i mean it a lot of it really came about because of needing to do that after dad got sick um Mm-hmm. because everything just seemed so hard. Um, I mm-hmm. mean, we were doing it before a little bit. I mean, some practices and some things and, um, you know, we always thought it was important, but it became absolutely necessary to do afterwards. Um, right. And like to Henry's point, like I felt the same way. I mean, in that, I was kind of trying to like read and like do figure out why that was. But I think it's because I've, we've kind of talked about this a little bit on the podcast that we believe right now that this event that we're experiencing right now in history that we're all collectively a part of, like I know that for me and for a lot of people, it's registering as a traumatic event or we should be aware of the fact that this level of, anxiety and and suffering and fear that's just constantly humming in the background your brain can't face that head-on for so long until it has to go okay this has to go underground now because I still have to function you know and so like when there's trauma even just collective trauma happening around you if you yourself have experienced traumatic events or complicated grief like it's it's a complicated big topic I'm not an expert but I just feel like that awakens within you that space within you that is wounded and that will always be different Mm -hmm. yeah for sure um and that's what I basically told him I said it does it doesn't surprise me at all that it hit you really hard this year you're not around a lot of your friends, you know, we're going through this really difficult time. This is a time when a lot of people are trying to lean on their family and friends, um, especially their family that they are self-quarantining with. You're not self-quarantining with anybody. I mean, you know, that can be lonely and it just brings up loss. And I think any loss reminder is going to bring up dad and, so, you know, it didn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to kind of uh, 
how to kind of like spiral this up not like it needs to go up you know like you said this is not about good vibes only or blah 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 because I think you brought up a really good point about like your thing with with some of the things you're taking away from speaking with your therapist is just sometimes it's just helpful for someone to say yeah this is really hard and someone to just kind of sit with that and like hold space for that and like tell you that you're right and those things that you're feeling are valid and the things that you can try and do to fix that or not fix it but the things that you're trying to do are helpful and like keep going well it just I guess for me I almost had an again almost like an aha moment you know because I think I mean talking to people is great and I mean I'm really glad I I have the ability to um use my resources at work to reach out to therapists and I'm glad that I did it and I will probably at least continue to do it for my six sessions that are allowed but it just was a very potent reminder that uh, happiness is an inside job there's not going to be a magic bullet (laughs) so to me it was kind of like okay well you are on the right track gay it's all well and good that you're talking to somebody, but she can't fix these things for you. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, that is work that I have to do, and it's stuff that I have to practice. And it was just a very powerful message to me to go, okay, yeah, you know, you got to do the work. Because if you don't do the work, you're not going to feel better. Um, and And so... I don't know. It just made me really feel like, oh, okay, so this isn't really going to help that much. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think I it is helping in the sense of like you're you. Sometimes you just need to believe in your own agency sometimes, and in your own innate ability to touch that space within you that's like always going to be okay. Well, I guess like, what I, I really don't know how to describe it. Just like gay, do the work. <laughs> Do the practice, mm. you know, do, do the things that you know are going to be helpful. And those are many things that we've been talking about, you know, do those. And if you don't, don't be surprised if you don't feel good. I mean, it, it mm. to me, that's mm-hmm. what it was. It was just like, do your work, do the stuff, because you probably aren't going to um, necessarily feel better or you won't feel that better for long. So it it was Mm. almost like, I don't know, I'm not doing a very good job explaining it, but I had a very, very, you know, light bulb moment where it was like, okay, if I'm not, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just got to do it. Because I think basically what she said is like, yeah, try those things. And, you know, if you don't feel better, then maybe that's when we need to talk to somebody and, you know, maybe and hear some very personal stuff, you know is you know, mm-hmm. then maybe you want to talk about getting on some medication. And and so I'm going, okay, so basically she's saying you've got to try these cognitive behavioral therapy and uh, all these self-care things that we know work to take care of yourself. And if that doesn't work, then you're going to have to get on medication. I mean, those are basically your two choices. So mm-hmm. the, the message to me was like, okay, well, I, def- I definitely don't feel like I am 
that I want to be on medication or that maybe I need to be on medication. So to me, it's like, okay, then do the work. If I don't Mm want to be on medication, then do the work. And just knowing that, okay, well, that's what you're going to have to do was Mm -hmm. helpful and also empowering in a way to just be like, oh, so you can't fix me. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You can't, yeah. Oh, you know, you're not the, you're not the person who's just going to make it, make it all get better. You know, even by therapy or talking about it, you're basically saying, yeah, it's not going to, it maybe won't get better. And if it doesn't, then we have to try something else. So that was when I was like, okay, well, I would really like to try to do the work so that I can, um, not be on medication. I mean, not that mm-hmm. I have anything against it, but, but, you know, um, you're just deciding that right now, looking at those two choices, there's one choice that is more attractive to you right now. Right. And you're going to try and make that the, the choice and make right. that work. Right. I'm going to try to make that work. And, and, and if it doesn't, you know, then maybe I'll do something different, but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like I'm kind of that kind of yeah, that's how I'm kind of trying to to look at this too of going, okay, what do I really need to do and be like tough on myself in the ways that I need to be tough on myself and not tough on myself in the ways that are like harmful um or self-sabotaging or whatever. And so like I'm really excited about a new month, um, another new week. I'm so glad it's July. Like every month that goes by, I'm like so glad we're closer to 2020 being over. And not because (laughs) I want it to end or whatever. It's just I want us to get through this time. I want us to find some solutions to these very like serious and troubling problems. And I want to be um you know around to see those things happen <laughs> i know it's um, like, i've been thinking about like if you could just be like rip van winkle right now <laughs> where you could just go to sleep for until 2021 comes <laughs> wake up once the election's over wouldn't that be really nice? Just... Well, and that, yeah, and that kind of brings and reminds me of an article I read in the New York Times a while ago, like back in spring, and they were talking about how one of the ways in which we can get through this time is like through um, mental time travel and not necessarily in this whole woo-woo way, but basically just going, look, like here we are right now we've got to sit with this and like we've got to get through this and yet this is hard and so like mental time travel being really taking the time to think about okay when this plane lands on 2020 or when you know we've got some vaccine how do we want to feel at that point like not necessarily focusing on what do I want to accomplish? I want to feel I, like a Corona pearl. <laughs> like, you know, how do I want to like come out of this? How do I want to feel? What do I want a year spent pretty much in isolation and inside to result in, in terms of how I feel, what I'm, doing with my life what is important to me I don't know I'll try and find a link to it but 
I think also that's partly why right now doing things like reading and even like watching films, like there's no, there's no hierarchy of like, what's, uh, are you, uh, what, what's going on in the background? Oh, I was looking at a card. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I was just like, oh no, it's kind of really loud. Um, but <laughs> that's not very, that's not being very mindful, is it? As I'm like looking at a card, listening to you talk. <laughs> well, I'm, I can be kind of boring sometimes. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sorry. I can get, I can take a really long time to get to my point. I'm trying to work on that. I'm not blaming anyone. I've been told that so many times. Basically, that's what I'm trying to focus on. And I think that's why I'm trying to crochet or read, or watch fucking Good Witch. It's, like, a way to mentally time travel and, like, lay my burdens down and learn about the world, both the good things and the hard things, and realize that there is something outside of this moment that we can kind of touch with our imagination and our intellect that can help us kind of like get through Mm -hmm. I guess and so I'm trying to focus on like getting back to the things that make me happy and not the things that make me happy because I'm accomplishing something but the things that make me happy because they intrinsically make me happy and feel motivated like writing or crochet or reading or even just trying to be more present and in the moment with like Tony here at our apartment and trying to remember like some of the stuff that Thich Nhat Hanh said about like you know when we're here on earth like we take for granted the people who are walking along this earth with us and we kind of it's human nature to kind of just not really think about the fact that the fact that they're here with me and I'm here with them is miraculous And that just like walking with the people you love or sitting with them on the couch is a miracle because you don't, none of us get it forever. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm trying to like really remember that and remember that even though it's quarantine and it's hard and I've got other stuff going on that maybe I don't share on the podcast, but you know about, I need to still remember that like I'm blessed and living a miraculous life because I'm here and you're in my life and never's in my life and Henry's in my life and Tony's in my life. And even though life right now isn't easy or how we'd really like it to be, like we're here Mm -hmm. and we were sent here to do something with that. Mm -hmm. Well, in my, in my way is that I'm thinking about that is, is a, a time travel is kind of in a way related is you know to remember that every story has a beginning a middle and an end and I don't know where we are in this COVID story right now and the racism story worse but we're somewhere I mean it's we're, we're somewhere on that continuum and so just knowing that at some point this is going to be end you know so at some point this will be you know the really really difficult part will be over is my idea of kind of remembering time travel and helping Mm -hmm. me get through it is to just go every story has a beginning a middle and the end so this covid um 
you know, where are we in it right now? Are we in the middle? Are we in the, you know, the first third? Are we only in the first inning? I mean, I don't really know, but I know there's going to be a beginning, a middle, and an end. So this too shall pass. And when it does, you know, then um, uh, that will be easier for me. Um, You know, I'm sure Mm -hmm. there'll be some other thing that'll come up, but... (laughs) But just knowing this too shall pass and there's a beginning, a middle, and an end um, is my idea of kind of time traveling and coping through it a little bit, too. That's super wise. Um, not going to try to say anything else after that because that's really, <laughs> like, because I've noticed sometimes when I talk and then, like, when I listen to our conversations, like, you'll say something really wise and then I'll be like, yeah, and this. And it's like, you know sometimes I just need to let that just like sit. Well, just need to let that land. Well, you know, us Hubers, we talk, we talk an issue to death. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Yeah. That's probably why we have a podcast. And I never, it's like, you're, you guys are ridiculous. Exactly. And I think, it's, I think that's exactly what she meant was like, Oh Lord, you know, <laughs> like we're really going to talk and say ridiculous stuff. And, Right, because no one knows how many times you've really put your foot in your mouth like your family. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure Never's like, what the fuck do these people have to say about anything? I know, I was just thinking about that as I was telling stories about other family members and thinking, hmm, maybe this is not what they signed up for. Maybe they do not want to be a part of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm going to have to be like, okay, we just talk about us. But I feel like we are trying to do that. No. We're trying to keep the focus mm-hmm. on on us and not be like, oh, and this, and we're trying to be mindful. Um, okay, last thing to end it. Um, what's something this week that really made you laugh or that you really loved or that just kind of like made your week? Oh, boy. Um, I, I just that, put you on the yeah, spot. Yeah, sorry. put me on the spot a little bit. but uh, I wasn't planning to ask that. Let's I just see, really like... made my week. You know, I guess really what made my week was spending some time with the kids. I mean, that really did make my week. And it made me realize why quarantine and dealing with this is so hard is because you know, it is human nature to be around other people and want to connect. And when that is limited, um, that is part of the struggle. And so connecting with the kids was uh, really, really fun and made my week because they make me laugh. They make me hopeful. um, They just make me believe that things are going to be good again. And, um, so uh, that really made my week is spending time with them. You know, obviously talking with you um, always is helpful and um, love talking to, with you. Uh, Dude, it's okay. I get it. I was like, no, thinking, but I mean, why am but, I not but, included? But you know what? And, and you know what made it one of the things that like really uh, moved me last night and realizing like how much I miss you is I saw that you had posted um something on Instagram about your um, writing and your planning. And it was, a, uh, you know, your face up close and personal. And it just started to make me cry. I, I just miss you so much, you know. Um, uh, so um, 
so there's that. Um, and oh, I miss just, you guys too. just makes me realize how important your family is and the people who right. are in your corner, how important they are to you and, and right. how they can um, make such a difference in how you feel and to just keep leaning on those people that are in your corner because it's, you know, it's what we have and it's helpful. Right. Cause sometimes like the people that are in your corner aren't your family because you have a complicated relationship with your family or you don't really have family nearby or you've lost members of your family. And so sometimes it's also about like, who are those people Mm -hmm. who continually like show up and in the ways that they do and like noticing that and knowing that they're there for you too. And, um, yeah, I, I miss you guys a lot too. Um, I think like for me, something that kind of made my week or made me laugh or was awesome was one, that tweet that I sent you and Henry and never of that baby in a wig that just like, I don't know what it was (laughs) (laughs) that fucking made my week. I'll link to it in the show notes if anyone wants to see. It was just the best. Um, But other than like that, um, like the real thing that made my week was I think just kind of I think look the just the fact that it was a new month honestly and it felt like a reset and it felt like okay I'm not perfect I'm gonna make mistakes I'm you know this is continually I'm needing to build on my successes and continually always be as you were saying, like doing the work to make sure that I'm taking care of myself and feeling good, but it just felt good to just go, I'm clearing the decks. I'm taking a look at what's important to me. I'm resetting the rest of 2020. I don't know what 2020 is going to look like. I'm not going to focus on what I want to get done as You mean 2021 because we're in 2020. Well, I meant like the rest of July through December. I'm not going to focus too much on, oh, I want to get this done or I want to write this book or I'd like to do this and that. I'm just going to try and focus on how I feel doing those things and try and focus on like realizing that I have a lot to be grateful for and happy for just because I'm here and Right now, even though I don't live close to my family, they're here and they're safe and I have Tony. And so I'm just going to focus on as I go forward, like feeling good as I focus on putting my energy towards the things that make my life meaningful to me and just kind of trying to, I don't know, be more mindful of that than the new the new week and the new month and trying to see it as um, a fresh opportunity to like feel better and and do better and be happier. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I was like, that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Just be happier. Even despite this. That reminds me of that book. Oh God. What's the title of that book? Oh, I can't remember. But the saying that her mom used to say when she had a bad day was, um, I'm, I'm going to bed, uh, tomorrow, something about, you know, I'm going to bed cause I, I want a new day, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, 
it was kind of like, okay, now this, you know, I'm going to bed because tomorrow I get a new, I get a new day to make it good again. Um, Exactly. And I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's a good way to think about it. And I think you could make that choice every single day uh, to say, okay, yep, you know, uh, this I oh that's what it was. I've had enough of this day. I'm going to bed because I'm going to get a new one. <laughs> yeah, and just even the focus on that being such a gift that you can go. Yes. Okay, so I'll have another day tomorrow. Yep. Like that's pretty profound. It it is because that is the thing to remember when it's tough and when we're you know not happy or feeling like it's too hard. It is a gift to have another day. It is a a. a a privilege to wake up and have another day uh, because another day is another opportunity to, you know, make, make it good. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't have anything to say after that. I think that's like the message of the week of just like, make it good. Make it good. Make, <laughs> just, and just try to be less of a dick as I wrote to myself. <laughs> seriously well and you kind of do look at people who uh you know that I watch on podcasts or whatever and I think you know they're just people who travel lighter and there is something to be said Mm -hmm. for that for sure so anyway speaking of traveling lighter I'm going to get off the phone because one of the things on my happy list is listening to Radio Deluxe on Jazz 88 uh with John Pizzarelli and Jessica Molaski, and it's Saturday, and they they usually come on Saturday afternoon. So I'm going to get off the phone with you and go make something good to eat and turn on their uh, music. That's awesome. I'm going to get off of this and use the bathroom because I've been drinking water, and then I'm going to work on some writing and do some things that make me happy um, as well, which is... I guess right now, writing and reading a book and just having some good music on. Making it good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Making it good. Talk to you later, hon. I love you. Love you too. Bye, Bye mom. Bye. All right. So that's it. That is the episode. That is, I think, the message for this week is just go out there, make it good, and try and be less of a dick. Um, And so for me today, that means taking care of myself, doing some of the things that make me happy, doing my own thing, same with my mom. So yeah, just make some space this week to make it good, do your own thing, and you know, make make it work. All right, talk to you guys next week. Bye.